0: Of Elizabeth's pregnancy God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a village in Galilee to a virgin named Mary she was engaged
1: to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of King David Gabriel appeared to
2: her and said
0: greetings favorite woman the Lord is with you
2: confused and
1: disturbed Mary tried to think what the angel could
2: Son of the Most High, the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end.
0: But how can this be? Because I am a virgin.
2: The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. She will be to be born and hope. he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was buried, she has conceived a son, and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God never fails.
0: I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her.
1: A few days later, Mary heard from the field of Judah to the town where Zachariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound
0: of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with
3: the Holy Spirit
1: god has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed why am i so honored that the mother of my lord should visit me when i heard your greeting the baby in my womb jumped for joy you are blessed because you believed that the lord would do what he
0: said oh how my soul praises the lord how my spirit rejoices in god my savior And exalted the humble, he has filled the hungry with good things. And he has sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful, for he made this promise to our ancestors and to Abraham for his children forever.
4: This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to to be married to Joseph, but before this marriage took place while she was still a virgin, she she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and he named Joseph named him Jesus.
2: And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them.
5: I'm sure he must have been surprised never in a million lives would he have dreamed of Bethlehem. And standing at the manger, he saw with his own eyes the message of the I'm not one to second-guess what angels have to say? But this is such a strange way to save the world. To think of how it could have been if Jesus had come To save the world. Now I'm not one to second guess what angels have to say, but this is such a strange.
6: with us.
1: That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, the angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel assured them.
2: Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. You will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of
1: others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other,
4: Let's go to Bethlehem, let's see let's see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about.
1: They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph and there was a baby lying in manger after seeing him. The shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the, ch- the shepherd's story, were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel told them.
7: One of the most vivid images in the Christmas story is that of shepherds, of sheep. You just saw some shepherds up here. And I don't know if they wore bathrobes back in the day, but I can tell you this, shepherds were a vital part of the culture back at the time of Christ's birth. I don't know if any of you, any of you shepherds today? It's, it's not a real popular occupation in Toledo. Oh, we do have one shepherd over here, okay. A very young one, I might add. But I find it fascinating that the announcement of Jesus' birth, that the Messiah, who had been prophesied for hundreds of years, that the announcement did not come on CNN and it didn't come through TikTok. It wasn't even heralded by criers in the streets, but it was announced by angels in the sky and the first people to be notified of this incredible news were lowly shepherds, everyday common people. This Advent, we're looking at scriptures related to Handel's Messiah. And if you've been around the last couple weeks, we're taking apart the various lyrics to this masterful piece, maybe the greatest music that's ever been written, Handel's Messiah. And today, you've got a very abbreviated message for obvious reasons. Handel took words from scripture that were assembled by a colleague of his. And as we just saw in the scripture reading, Isaiah in chapter 40, hundreds of years before the arrival of Jesus. It says, O Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, the sovereign Lord is coming in power. He will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. I wonder today if any of you have been longing for help longing for assistance maybe crying out to God or or perhaps even hoping that your candidate is going to win an election and rule and reign with honesty and integrity who am I kidding Uh, but maybe maybe we do have hopes In all seriousness, we we hope that our our person or our party or our mayor or our governor will come and fix things. Our world is a mess. Would you agree? And yet, Isaiah the prophet is announcing that, that God is coming. And he came. And I'm here to tell you he's coming again. So the events that we talk about, these stories with Mary and Joseph and baby, and you hear hear it sung, and you see nativity scenes and various things. What we celebrate is not just a historic event, but it's also a future event. Because Jesus will return. The sovereign Lord is coming in power. He will rule with a powerful arm. Later, Isaiah will write this. He'll say, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. As we're, we're giving you samples of different renditions of Handel's Messiah, here's a sample of Stevie Wonder in take six, singing these words.
6: O oh, thou that tellest good tidings to Zion, to the hammer.
7: So back to Isaiah 40, isn't that amazing music? There's no instruments there, all vocal a cappella. The human voice is maybe the greatest instrument ever. Isaiah 40, he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman singing, He Shall Feed His Flock. He
8: shall feed his flock like a sh-
7: There are two other passages I wanna share with you today. 20 chapters later, Isaiah says, "'Come to me, all ye who are weary and burdened, "'and I will give you rest.'" Now I know, you're like, Isaiah, it says Matthew. It was prophesied that Jesus would say these words, "'Come to me, all ye who are weary and burdened, "'and I will give you rest.'" Can I have a show of hands? How many of you could use a little rest today? Wait till I'm finished. (laughs) Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You can take Jesus at his word, that Jesus, the Good Shepherd, mentioned in Psalm 23. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, is still with us today through the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, the one who is gentle and humble in heart, wants to give you rest. If we were to really examine all the things that we do, all the shopping and the parties and all the chaos, especially at this season, I wonder how much of it is necessary And how much of it do we just choose to do? This week I was given an assignment to purchase some tea mugs for yesterday's women's tea. I won't tell you who gave me that assignment. (laughs) I went to six stores looking for mugs for tea. And I ended up with white ones. Rest for your soul. Jesus promises rest for our souls. He is the good shepherd. Take him at his word. Here's Sandy Patty. To our regularly scheduled program already in progress.
2: Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About some time, about that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking,
4: Where's the newborn king of the, the Jews? Jews? We, we saw his stars. star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Yeah. King Herod was deeply disturbed
2: when he heard this. As as was everyone in Jerusalem, he called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law and asked,
7: Where is the Messiah supposed to be born?
2: In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, uh, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you, who will be the shepherd for my people israel then herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and he learned from them that time the star first appeared then he told them
7: go to bethlehem and search carefully for the child and when you find him come back and tell me so that i can go and worship him too
2: after this interview interview the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to bethlehem it went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, For God had warned them, and in dream, do not return to Herod.
4: with the child child and his mother. mother. Stay Stay there there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother. They stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years and under, based on the wise man's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted for their dead.
7: You know, we always think of this Christmas story as so sweet and quiet, silent night, holy night. It would have been a a wonderful experience to be there, to be the shepherds. And yet the scene around it involved a lot of death, baby boys being killed, A, a, a leader, a government leader who was so insecure that the very threat of a baby was enough for him to destroy part of a generation of people. There was crying and, and weeping and it's, it's funny, we never tell that last bit that you just heard. It, it, that doesn't usually surround the Christmas story. It doesn't surround the, the, the manger scene and everything all so neat and tidy and pretty. The reality is our lives are probably more like that scene than the one that we romanticize so much this is a time of year for many of us that's very difficult and while Andy Williams declared that it was the most wonderful time of the year and it is it can also be the most painful time of the year maybe there's loss an empty chair at your Christmas meal this year maybe there's memories of days gone by that are no longer relevant Relationships that are broken, disappointment, loss. I want to remind you of our theme today. The simple theme is shepherd. That while the shepherds were the ones that first heard, it was really quite ironic, and certainly not coincidental, that the shepherds were the first to hear the news of the Good Shepherd. I wanna read for you just in closing a very familiar passage, a passage that many of you have memorized, as I do, but it looks a little bit more, more authentic if I, if I read from the scriptures. Maybe, maybe not. Psalm 23, ancient words, timeless. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. If the Lord is your shepherd this morning, you lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Not just our bodies, not just our minds, but our souls. He restores our soul. How is your soul in the middle of this Christmas season? Is it well with your soul? He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and some of you today are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, either literally or figuratively. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Would you please stand for closing prayer? Jesus, I thank you that you are the Good Shepherd. You are the Great Shepherd. And I pray today, in the middle of this Christmas season, this busy, chaotic, stressful season, a time filled with all sorts of emotions, good and bad, hopeful, sad, triumphant, discouraging, that your peace would come, that your joy would fill our hearts, that your presence would be greater than any present we buy or receive. That you would grant us rest, healing, and hope. Bless my brothers and sisters, both those in this room and those watching online. May your shalom, your wholeness, your completeness be real as we live under the rule and reign of the Good Shepherd. And it's in your powerful name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, family. Hope to see you tonight at Dinner Church, Christmas Eve, Christmas
8: Day. Lots of great stuff ahead. God bless.